Um, on the on the tenth, on the tenth of this month, you actually wrote a tweet. I liked it. You wrote a tweet. You were like, um, in South Africa, we have a structural unemployment crisis. Fact is, some people will never be absorbed into job markets because the oligopolies are not hiring, and the skills many people have are not relevant to the market demands of labor and the trajectory of the global economy. Please unpack and unearth that tweet and 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 let us know what 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 exactly did you mean by that? So, what I mean is that 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 was a very pragmatic analysis. That, the reality is that. The, if you look at the history of the South African economy, not even the history, the current landscape of it, it's built on cheap labor um, and labor-intensive industries. So industries that produce the most in our country, it's construction, it's mining and construction and then uh, retail and financial services, whatever. Yeah. But mining and construction, most of the people there, it's hard, intensive remedial labor. Yeah. So when, when, when businesses go under, for example, and businesses fail or whatever, uh, because of, let's say, emerging technologies, um, now there's no need to have as many workers in a factory. I mean, let's look at the manufacturing industry alone, which has been completely wiped out in our country. Yeah. That is an example of labor. It's a labor-intensive industry, which um, is no longer... People with those skills, let's say you can knit or you can sew, and that's what you used to do uh, 20 years ago. Um, you have those skills and let's say have a diploma or whatever qualification you have in um, the manufacturing industry. Yeah. The economy can't absorb you. There's no business that's aching people now that can sew or that can um, manufacture goods and products. So they, therefore they don't have a place in the economy. It's called uh, structural unemployment. Because mm. there's just not enough businesses that do that anymore. It doesn't make sense for people to open up businesses and make their T-shirts here when they can go to China and yeah. other Asian markets to go where they have cheaper, cheaper access to labor, where they can produce goods, manufactured goods at a lower at a lower cost. So that's what I was referring to. Ubuti, mm. we have a lot of we have a lot of skilled people who will never find jobs. Because a lot of the businesses uh, or a lot of the skills that they have, the market's not ready to absorb them mm. because we've moved past that. And another, another industry, for example, which I find quite disappointing and people were, it's a bit, it's a bit of a controversial take, but um, in the humanities field, you have people who are studying various things, sociology, psychology, very meaningful things that can contribute to our society a lot. But the reality is that the skills that you get from a humanities faculty, majority of those programs that they offer, there are a lot, and someone brought in my perspective and said like the sort of the writing skills that you get from the BA offered things, there's a lot of uh, companies that can take you on. But in the South African economy, the, the, there's not enough businesses to take on graduates. So when you come out and you can't find a job or whatever, it's just simply because most businesses have filled those uh, posts already and there's not enough of those uh, uh, what's this type of um, business skills for the sk- businesses for the skills that you have yeah so I was just referring to that if we want to grow our economy and want to uh, reduce unemployment it's more left to the business side as well as uh, governments or whatever but we need more businesses that will hire people but unfortunately businesses don't exist to hire 
yeah. um, they exist to make profit. To, to make so, profit yeah, to that, value. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to. Would see the problem is that I mean, if, I don't know if you've been to. I'm sure you have uh, to to builders warehouse or any um, warehouse, whatever. You'll find a lot of people sitting out there uh, with placards saying they are a plumber or they uh, they can paint with different skills. Now, yeah. those people, it's not anyone's fault that those people are not they, that they don't have jobs. There's just not enough companies to take those people. Yeah, no one is starting a plumbing company, and if they are, they can't hire. Um, the, the the amounts that the excess amount that's left over because there's too many uh, low skilled people in our thing. So we need to more upskill up. We need to upskill people to 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 the changing global economy. Yeah. Um, which is moving toward tech. Um, it's, it's becoming the more tech and less uh, labor. Tech innovation. Yeah. Yeah, and becoming less labor intensive and more capital uh, thingy, more more capital intensive. Mm. So, unfortunately, that's just the way uh, like things are, are happening, and it's not anyone's fault. Now, if you start your businesses, you're gonna start a business and try to reduce costs as much as possible. Yeah, of course. You're not gonna hire more people than you need. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, th- so that was um, my argument that gotcha, gotcha. We're gonna have a lot of uh, skilled people that don't have jobs simply because there's not enough companies to take them on. Um, and government can't take them on either because government is overemployed as it stands. Yeah. ESCOM needs to retrench. We saw what happened with SAA. Um, but even in, even in um, other public sector sort of institutions or whatever, our wage bill is just too high to, to, to yeah. employ more people. So we need yeah. uh, more small businesses that are going to come along and uh, upskill people and be ready for the, the changing economy. Yeah. I like that. Do you think that uh, government should spend more um, time, effort, or value into investing in the actual principle of distributing education and not um, necessarily narrowing it down to a university institution or a tertiary institution? Because people need education. People don't need an institution. You know what I mean? People don't need to go to an institution people need education right so do you think that uh the government should be most probably just focusing their time and effort into um creating education into a feasible model to distribute it to as many people as possible that need it either than saying you know in order to get tertiary education you need to go to university apply register etc do you think that's possible and do you think that would solve the the education problem or the education um situation that yeah. we have in the country right now yeah definitely look i think um i once had a chat with who the out is not the vc anymore the former vc of it's who professor habib and he, he, yeah. he said that we we need we don't need we don't need more academic universities we have enough already so and and then i had a chat with my friend as well was 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 telling you that you can only have so many lawyers and accountants and um, these skilled people that that basically uh, we also we, we need to start producing things as a country as a, yeah. as a country we don't have companies that actually produce things so that's why we rely a lot on our financial services sector so and I and I agree with that um, there's only so many accountants and lawyers uh, act- actuaries or whatever that you can produce even engineers 
we also need to focus and the reality is that some people are not going to be uh, accountants and, and doctors and, and all these things, all these things that academic universities focus on. The UK is in Wits, Stellenbosch or whatever. So you do need a rise in TVET colleges, uh, more funding for TVET colleges. We also do need uh, more funding and just general education programs for people to uh, understand things like computer literacy, understand uh, maybe even basic financial basic literacy. Finance, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basic finance and things like that. So go to our communities and where people just learn the basics of how the, the world works. That's the, that's the first thing. Yeah. But more than anything, we do need, we do need to upskill people um, some people are good with their hands. Some people can create things. Some people are artistic. Uh, some people will become graphic engineers. Some people, you know what I mean? So we need to broaden the, 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 Skills economy, the type yeah. of education that we want. Yeah. We also have a very strong agricultural sector, for example. And that's not, a, that's not an industry where governments has focused on in the past. People are not encouraged to... to, to, to to start and participate in the agricultural economy, which is a very big economy locally, as well as continentally and even globally. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a lot of industries that government can take its funding to and expand to and encourage people uh, to learn more about. I think also we also just need a bit more career counseling and community outreach programs that, that teach young people what is it that the world is like. Um, Trevor Noah once said that like, when people say you're your wildest dreams, your dreams are quite limited because if you ask a 10-year-old what you want to be, they can only say what they want to be relative to what they've been exposed to. Of course. So let's say you watch CV and you know that, yeah, you know what I mean? So, me, you know, personally, I didn't know there was some, something called an actual scientist until I got to grade 10 or 11. I didn't know that such a thing existed. Yeah. Um, I knew you could be a teacher, I knew you could be an accountant, and I knew uh, of trading, like people trade, but I didn't know what that actually was. So, so, what I'm saying is that we need more information. We need more uh, people in communities educating young people about what the world actually is, yeah. what jobs are there, how how uh, they can envision themselves going forward. There's a girl in Ethiopia, I watched a documentary, she's about 10 years old or 12 years old or whatever. And she, she's, she's really, really good with computers. And she's taken the liberty to educate herself and grow that skill of, they did another case study, another uh, 22-year-old girl who's busy who's running a small little company slash NGO that teaches young kids uh, about the fourth industrial revolution and teaches them about how to use a laptop, how to use computer, how to code, things like that. Yeah. So we need more things like that. And maybe it's not going to come from government, but I think our government definitely does need to lead in providing information before it, uh, before it provides education and before it uh, uh, provides formal education. Um, but yeah. we need a massive of the current educational system. It can't be that people still have pit toilets in Eastern Cape and Limpopo um, where classes are overcrowded. People have to walk 10, 20 kilometers to the nearest school and have to cross rivers like in 2021. 
So we need to get the basics right first and we need to get information out for people to know how the world works, where the world is going so that they can also envision themselves. I mean, yeah, I'm sure people are discouraged. I mean, like I know my nephew, probably like 10 years, five, when he was, when he was quite young, he said he wanted to be a taxi driver. And I've seen other funny videos yeah. about people saying that they want to be taxi drivers or whatever, like young kids, which is not necessarily a bad. Uh, growing up in Amoji, that's, that's, that, those are the jobs that you're exposed to. It's either you're a taxi driver or... Yeah, it's the context uh, you're exposed to. I don't it's, know. It's, it's what you see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think we need to broaden that so that people can aspire to more than just being factory workers or wanting to go work in a construction uh, company and wanting to be a bricklayer, which is not a bad thing, but but understand that the global economy is changing and uh, people need to transition and make better choices into the, in, so that they can equip themselves to be part of the new economy that we'll see in the next 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Man, that's dope. I like that. Transition and empower yourself so that you could be uh, a good asset and a fundamental contributor into the economy and the new economy that we're going into. Brother, that was really dope. Last question before we wrap up. I'm really having a good time with you. Um, the last question before we wrap up is, um, what advice do you have for a young person who's listening to this, who wants to make an uh, a, a, an impact in some way in the country, whether it's entrepreneurially or with a gift? How can they position themselves? Um, I know it's a broad question, but maybe you can, you know, narrow it down to somebody who's in university or somebody who's just about to go into university and who who's very aware of the complexities that the country is undergoing and how the systems are so complex and especially with regards to the unemployment rate and also with regards to you know industries wanting to 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 lower the, the the people that are occupying those industries because of how we're developing and going into a new economy so how can a young person who what should a young person do should they educate themselves how should they educate themselves um how should they push varsity you know how should they surround themselves and position themselves and posture themselves to be knowledgeable like you because you're very knowledgeable to be knowledgeable and to to thrive in particular in what they want to do or in what they see i think it's a great question it's just unfortunate that i don't have um, the answers I can only share my experience, mm. and that's that's what I like. Yeah, yeah, that you can share like your experience and what you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what I can share is that like what I've seen other young how other young people succeed and other people succeed is just literally by number one having a will, and if if if, if obviously someone's trying to succeed, it means there is a will. So second to that is. Um, aligning yourself properly with the right people. I mean, you think of a high school, I can share my, I mean, like in high school, pre-grade 10, like I, I wasn't doing that well academically or whatever, and there wasn't much of a will to, to, to do well, like it was just going with the flow, whatever. But as soon as I started spending a bit more time with uh, people who, number one, wanted to succeed in their various um, corners like people who wanted to succeed in sports and people wanted to succeed in academics i was like actually as i need to pull my socks up so that's one thing that affected my mentality there mm-hmm. and then you start seeing a change in your marks or whatever so that's just school where 
I started spending a bit more time with people who were very focused and were like, who knew what they wanted, and that impacted me a lot. So, so, um, so, associ- in ways that I, I only. So, association is key. Definitely, definitely, association is key. Um, like, you need to be around people that are like-minded in terms of wanting to succeed. You need to be around people that are aligned with your value systems and with where you wanna go. So, like now that I'm in, now that I'm at uh, Wits University whatever i'm in a space where i have to navigate and try to align myself with the right people so that um i can unlock value from places where i can't get it you know so i'll go spend time with people that are older than me that are now doing their internships or people that are working or people that are involved in higher positions of uh, authority than me and you mm-hmm. learn like that but if i'm spending yeah. time with but if i'm spending time with people that are not aligned with um, my values or aligned with uh, where I'm trying to go or where people that are not successful of that relationship. And it's probably going to bring you back more than anything. So my yeah. own experience is literally spending time and trying to invest my, my time and energy into people that are like-minded and who really have a, a, a drive to like succeed in their various corners. I mean, you don't, you don't have to want to succeed to be Let's say a millionaire, but let's say you're focusing your energy into an NGO that you that you uh, want to start. Like those are the type of people I would wanna hang around with because they 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 impact you positively in ways that you don't really um, understand yeah. until like you get a time to reflect. Like I'm like I'm like I'm get to get to share now. Mm-hmm. So that's the best thing to do. Just really understand where the the uh, understand the environment that you're operating in. And understand uh, where you can extract value, and you can extract that through human resources by associating with the right people. Um, and more than anything, also, people, no one has it figured out. I don't have it figured out. Um, maybe Tampe, I don't want to uh, speak on your experiences, but Tampe, you also haven't figured out. So maybe you have had to figure out. But most people that I've encountered that are young, and even even people that are older, they're all just. Um, trying. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? They're yeah. really just trying to put themselves out there, yeah. knocking on every door, knocking on every door, um, trying to take themselves seriously so that I can take themselves seriously and hoping that uh, the, 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 the time is coming. So you also can't be too hard on yourselves that like Tampe, um you failed first year or uh, your business not doing well or your singing career is not coming together the way you, you, you want. So the only thing you can do is just keep trying and believing in uh, sort of like where you want to be associating with the right people yeah. and literally keep on knocking on every single door until someone will, will open, someone will give you a My, another experience I'll share, Sunny Zungu, the president of the Black Business Council, or recently or Amazon now. Um, and I just texted him, uh, like, yo, please uh, come on the show, whatever. It'd be really cool to have you on the Youth Uncensored. And we, wanted, we just literally tried to reach out to him. And he said yes. You know what I mean? So that's just one example of just putting yourself out there, just trying. You never know what people might say. Obviously, there's also, like, like limits to these things. Because sometimes... You, 
when you try, like I say, I reach out to you. I'm like, yo, um, I want to come on to your podcast. Yeah. And maybe you don't want to have me on your podcast and you say no. I also have to respect that and be like, okay, nah, um, I tried and it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, and I have to respect the other persons. Uh, we've had lots of, like in the context of the talk show, we've had lots of people who we've asked um, and they said, they literally just said, nah, they're not interested. And it's just like, okay, cool, you know, but there are other people who will support you. There's some people who won't support you. Um, but you just have to literally just put yourself out there and just try. That's the only thing you can do. I mean, whether you're contesting, you want to join into the student leadership space, let's say you want to, uh, I don't know, be SRC president or be whatever, just try and do it. Yeah. And the only thing you can do is fail. That's nothing to lose except failing, which barely you're in a position where you have nothing to lose. I mean, right now I'm a young 21, 22 year old and where, where can my life go? What can I lose from trying to start a business with my allowance that I have? Uh, if it fails out, it just, it just means I'm going back to the same position that I was in two months ago. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So that, that's the biggest thing for me, just literally just putting yourself out there and, 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 and hoping it will succeed and putting in the efforts as well. Mm-mm. Okay. Taking yourself very seriously. You, you also need to believe in your in your in yourself and in your idea before anyone else can. Yeah. Mm, I like that, brother. I like I like how you structured that. You structured that brilliant conclusion. Understanding your environment, your position, your disposition, where you are. Um, extract value as as much as you can as and the main key in extracting values to human resources is through the people that are around you at that particular time where you're planning to extract value in your environment putting yourself out there respecting your failures as well respecting whether other people don't want to support you and taking yourself very seriously my brother thank you so much for for being on on the dream podcast it means a lot man to have you on here it would be cool for you and i to do something else i really would love to keep in touch with you and see what we can do in the new year anything to impact young people or to impact our society big ups to you for what you're doing and thank you so much for being here bro it means a lot to us Thank you so much for, for having me. It was really cool uh, having a chat with you. And like, like I said, I really love your, your podcast. I think it's pretty cool. And like we're in the same space in terms of media or whatever. So like there's a lot of opportunities there. I think you should also come on um, the Youth Uncensored. Like there's a lot of collaboration and, and value we can extract from like in ways we probably don't even know right now. But yeah, to keep keep on uh, pushing your platform. I think it's a great platform, and all the best for all your endeavors. I think young people should take inspiration from people like yourself who start things and do things and put themselves out there. And I think it's really encouraging seeing other young people taking initiative. It's something that is lacking. We need more of, and it's always encouraging. Um, you know, when you reach out. I was like really excited. I was like, this, this is so cool. Like there's not a lot of young people that actually have it in them to reach out. We all just want, we all, some people just think that they're too cool yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But no, that's like, true. That's true. like I'm running my own thing. Like, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I really, I really like that. And I think you should do more of that. And all the best for your, your, your podcast and all the best for any other in, in, in endeavors that you have, man. Yeah. 
man, it means a lot. I'd really, really would love to pull through uh, on the Youth Uncensored. Anything you need me for, let me know. We will be keeping in touch. We will talk a lot and see how we can collaborate and do something meaningful together. Um, really love you and love your work, brother. Big ups to you. Thank you for coming through, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Dream Podcast, and we just concluded our interview with Bonga Makanya. If you listened, um, brother, where can people get you? How can people reach you? Please let us know where people can can contact you and how people can hit you up. And yeah. Yeah, literally just on Twitter, uh, YouTube, obviously, with the talk show, but uh, Twitter, Instagram, and email, I guess. Yeah, so on Twitter, what's my handle? I think it's Bonga underscore oh it's bonga official that's just it and on on instagram it's bonga underscore uh so if you want to reach out literally just a tweet away or just a dm away like i'm i'm always open to speaking to different i love speaking to people okay cool brother thank you so much Thank you so much, man. That's really cool. Guys, hope you reach out to him. Reach out to him. He's doing great things. He's doing amazing things. Reach out to him. See how you can help him, how he can help you. And let's collaborate and make a better South Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. I want to see you win in all that you do. And remember, the true value inside of you is not for you, but it's for you to make an impact, be of great value, change the world, and most importantly, discharge your assignment and be significant. Peace. <laughs>